Hi, everybody. I don't know why Kelsey's laughing this time because I didn't do any kind of weird shit at the beginning of this, unlike normal. I was literally like partially trying to read a message that came in. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking I don't know. know. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, everybody. Hello. I'm Johnny? Question mark? Exclamation <laughs> point. It's like, and I'm Kelsey. Welcome to the Amp last. <laughs> And welcome to our last episode in our Chakra series that we're doing. So this will be me. Um, So we're going to be talking about the heart chakra, the throat chakra, and the third eye chakra. Before we get into that, how are you? I'm all right. I am woken up now. Uh, (laughs) Mostly coherent. Mm Mm-hmm angrily shaking my fist at the thing called the sun because i don't know i'm just angrily shaking my fist at the thing called the sun uh i actually i think i came to a realization recently Hmm. so i've known for a thing that there's like seasonal depression apparently there's a thing called reverse seasonal depression which I think I may have because I just, my body hates it when there's bright lights and I prefer dark and gloomy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just always thought it was because I was a, like a lot Scottish Mm-mm. and it's always cloudy over there. But mm-hmm. I mean, they two aren't necessarily mutually exclusive, but apparently that's a thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think I just hate the sun I like do. naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally do. You, you've been in my house. And who's my in. house is naturally just dark all the time. And having blue eyes, I am sensitive to the sun. And I would much rather it be dark and disgusting outside than it bright and sunny. Because that shit hurts my balls. Here, here. Nobody <laughs> likes their balls hurting. <laughs> no matter where they are. Um, exactly. <laughs> Whether inside, outside, or... You're seeing uh, you're seeing balls. Yep. It don't matter. But, all right. For those of you who didn't pick it up, the inside balls are the ovaries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> fully got that. <laughs> I fully yep. got that. So anyways, hey, you're talking about the last three chakras. Chakras. So the majority of this info I got is from a website called chakras.info. Um She's got, like, you can take a chakra test and just a whole bunch of stuff. It was the best place that I could find all the information on one Um, Because every website is pretty much the same. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and I took a couple different chakra tests. One told me that my heart chakra was the only one that was blocked. And then I took another one that said that they were all wide open and I was perfectly fine. So I don't... Not real sure. I just took it for shits. I've <laughs> I've known you for <laughs> like 10, 11 years now. I would not say you were perfectly fine in any way, shape, or form. You got problems, sister. You got problems. I know. I know. I was having this conversation <laughs> with someone at work because um, we were just venting about the kids that we work with and i'm just like everyone's got trauma everyone's got issues it's just how well you deal with said issues (laughs) like Mm -hmm. don't bring your drama to work and it's funny because she's one of them that brings it to work 
Um, but she's getting, she's getting better. So I don't know what the fuck's happening there. Um, but yeah, so we will begin with the heart chakra. Um, so this is your fourth primary chakra. Um, in Sanskrit, it means sound produced without touching two parts. So I just envision like magnets that like get real close to touching, but don't actually touch. Um, it also can mean pure, clean, or stainless. Um, it signifies a state of freshness that appears when we are able to become detached and to look at the different and apparently contradictory experience in life with a state of openness. Um, this chakra is obviously located on the spine. It's not actually like on your heart. It's going to be the middle of your chest. So it's not, and I've noticed that I was reading the location of all three of these. It's like the bottom, like your throat chakra is like kind of where your spine meets like the bottom of your neck and goes like up. <laughs> like, so it's like a weird thing I was kind of figuring out, but yeah. It's going to be just below the heart in your actual middle of your chest. Um, this is represented by a 12 petal lotus flower. And in the side, it's going to be kind of a little bit smoky, but it's going to have your two triangles where one's upside down. Um, and that will represent male and female. The color for this chakra is green and the element is air. Um, so this rules over the thymus gland, which is responsible for hormone production and um, help regulating uh, your immune system. Um, but also because of its location, it's also um, associated with the um, your cardiac, your heart, um, and your lungs. Um, the main meanings and functions associated with your heart chakra are obviously love for others and yourself, um, relationships relating to others, compassion, empathy, forgiveness, and acceptance, transforming and change, the ability to grieve and um, reach peace, compassion, um, but also being aware. Um, when your heart chakra is open, you're going to feel deeply um, connected to yourself and those around you. Um, and there'll be an, like, kind of like an equal exchange. Cause I feel like I look like an evil demon with that light on now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you mean you're not an evil demon? I'm not an evil demon. Well, like you can see it, but like my lamp is like right there. So it's my yeah, little, it's my little touch dragon lamp that I have. Um, um, and then you also have an appreciation for beauty. Um, however, if your heart chakra is blocked, you might experience difficulties relating to other people. Um, you know, you get jealous. There's a codependency with other people, um, especially if you're in a really um, close relationship with someone or like romantically involved. Um, you kind of close down and you're withdrawn. Um, so yeah and this okay 
I like wrote this weird. Um, so the psychological things that your heart chakra is associated to. So this is going to be if it is open. These are kind of the physical signs that you can see if your heart chakra is open. Um, so you have a bigger capacity to love. Um, there's you're going to integrate um, the relationship between earthly and spiritual type things. Um, you're transcending your personal identity and you're kind of possibly letting go of your ego. Um, you get to experience unconditional love and your connection to all. Um, you appreciate the beauty in all of the things and you start to experience deep and meaningful relationships. Um, so basically the heart chakra is kind of connecting. You're connecting to everyone around you and in your relationships, but also you're connecting to yourself because there's always that saying that you can't truly love somebody else if you don't love yourself. I think that's wrong um, in a lot of ways because I think sometimes you meet the right people that show you how to love yourself, but that's a conversation yep. for another day. <laughs> like, I think, no, I, I agree. I think just because yeah. you, just because you don't love yourself doesn't mean you're unworthy of love. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I don't like that saying. I, I think that you meet the right people that show you how to love yourself. If you don't already it's, do like, yeah. The same people who believe that are the ones that are saying, well, if you're depressed, you should just try being happy. Yeah. No, that's not how this works. It doesn't fucking work that way. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's not how the brain works. Not how it works. Um, um, I lost my so yeah, so it's, it's the equilibrium of your relationship. So you are also, if you're a giving person, you're learning how to receive that love back. Or if you're constantly receiving, you learn how to give the same energy to other people. It's about making the the relationship even, that exchange of energy, even as much as you can get it. I know that not all relationships are going to be 50-50. And that's what I also hate is there's a lot of misconception of every relationship is going to be 50-50. That's not always the case. But if you're constantly giving to somebody else and they're not giving it back, look at it look at that relationship specifically but like well relationships shouldn't be 50 50 they should no. be 100 100 100 and yeah that 100 is the 100 percent you're able to give at that time yes. yes because like i know that when i have a really bad migraine i'm not up to 100 percent. but you know what my husband is gonna take care of me and i know he will because when he's sick and he doesn't feel good, I got it. I got you. Like, it's not always going to be that way. And, and that's the one thing I was reading with this heart chakra is you're going to start balancing out your relationships. And if they're not, if they're very one-sided, it's time for you to kind of reevaluate type thing. Um... So the signs that your heart chakra is imbalanced, you get overly defensive, 
you feeling you feel closed down there's jealousy a fear of intimacy there's a codependency so you rely on other people's approval um and attention and you want to get that at any cost you want the you're constantly approval seeking um and validating you want validation from the other people around you um you always put oneself in a role as the savior or a rescuer so this is like that hero complex um my dad and i have this where you want to swoop in and save the day and you can't do that to everybody Uh-huh. I had to learn that not all people want to be rescued and some people just don't want to save themselves and you just kind of have to walk away from that self-destruction. Um, um, excessive isolation, being reclusive and antisocial. That's one thing I'm going to pause about. Not everyone who's being reclusive has a blocked heart chakra. There are some people like Johnny and myself that need time away from people to recharge our batteries we're not being antisocial, and there are people like that that especially now that we're going into the holiday season need a little bit more time to themselves because of the season like it's not and people need it for different reasons yeah it's it's not always one thing or another yeah so that's one of the ones that i was kind of like i don't know if that's fully a heart chakra thing because like when it becomes like around the anniversary of like my grandma passing i want a little bit more isolation i want to be kind of by myself it's not it's like my my chakra it's not it's nothing to do with my chakra um you hold grudges um you're not able to forgive um and on a physical level it might manifest as um respiratory ailments so like bronchitis or lung infections um or circulatory or heart related issues is possibly how it might manifest because there is the theory that our body holds our trauma um so yeah that is the heart chakra so now on to the throat chakra so the throat chakra is the fifth primary chakra it's gonna be located um, obviously in your throat area, but it's kind of like towards the bottom of your throat, kind of going up towards the back of your neck. Um, the color for this is like a blur blue turquoise or an aquamarine blue. Um, the website that I was found all this stuff on, she even goes into like the aura color, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, but this chakra is related to sound because obviously it is your throat. Um, so because that's how you talk and that's, you've got your vocal cords and stuff. Um, so this is mainly going to be about like communication and expression. Um, this chakra is, uh, 16 petals and it's kind of sometimes in certain places, it's got like a white kind of center with like the smoky purple but i was just mainly finding it as like a 16 flower lotus type thing um so this one's known as the purification center which i thought was weird um but it's driven by the principle of expression and communication um it is associated with higher discrimination and is associated with creativity and self-expression. 
Um, Higher discrimination? Yeah, I don't think that's right, though. Um, but ba- when this is closed, a person kind of kind of goes under, undergoes like decay, and not necessarily death, but um, death to things around them, or maybe death within themselves, because they're not speaking up for themselves. Um, when this chakra is open, you tend to have your negative experience. You kind of turn into like a positive thing of like, this is a lesson. This is what it's teaching me um, type thing. Um, and because the throat chakra rules over kind of what's in your throat. So you've got your mouth, your jaw, your tongue, your palate, your um, pharynx. Um, but it's also linked to your shoulders your upper shoulders and, you know, the bottom part of your neck. Um, the gland associated with is going to be your thyroid because your thyroid is in your neck. Um, and the thyroid is a major gland in the body. It helps with your metabolism, um, your body temperature, um, all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, physical or behavioral things associated with the chakra. If it is open, um, you have a good sense of timing. You are realizing your purpose. Um, you have a propensity to create and bring your thoughts into reality. Um, this is also, I was seeing it's also connected to the, uh, spiritual realm. But I thought kind of like the third eye and the crown are mainly associated with the spirit realm. So I don't understand why the throat one. Um, maybe it's because it gives voice to the other side, maybe. Um, but you're, you're communicating very effectively. Um, and you're able to express yourself truthfully. You're able to be your true self and say what's on your mind and know that you're not going to be reprimanded for what you're saying. Um, cause this is your throat chakra. This is how you express yourself. Um, and this is how you are creative. Um, it is sometimes seen as the bottleneck because it's the smallest part on your body <laughs> and it opens to the rest of your chakras. Um, when the throat chakra is in balance, um, you will not be able to speak your mind or you're going to say inappropriate things, but define inappropriate, um, or you like babble on, you just ramble on, even though no one's listening. Um, you're not able to listen to others. You have a fear of speaking your truth. Um, you're very small. You're not able to keep your word. You're constantly lying. Um, you're shy, which I don't, some people are just shy. Um, but you're not able to connect to your purpose in life. This might um, manifest as, um, thyroid problems, a sore throat, mouth ulcers, neck ache, um, anything to do with your, your ears. So like an earache, um, it will also be like dishonesty and, um, you're insensitive. You can't express what's in your mind, um, or compulsive talking, which I was like, 
Some people just like to talk. Um. So now, um. Well, there's a difference between being verbose and being just word vomiting constantly. Yeah, like trauma dumping on people. So, true. Okay. And the last one. Your third eye chakra. So this is going to be your sixth primary chakra. It signifies your um, unconscious mind. So this is going to be located not in the middle of your forehead. It's actually going to be located in between your eyebrows. Like if you had a unibrow, where they would connect. <laughs> like right there. If you had a unibrow, that's where it would be. Um, so this is the center of intuition and foresight. Um, the function of your third eye is to basically be open and be imaginative. Um, it is related to the supreme element because it's a combination of all the elements together. Um, in yogic meta metaphysics, the third eye is the center where we transcend duality, the duality of a personal eye um, separate from the rest of the world of a personality that exists interdependently from everything else. So it's when your eye kind of becomes we, maybe. Um, this is mostly represented by the color purple or kind of like an indigo. Um, it is a... I could not find what this looked like, like how many petals this was. That's the one thing her website did not tell me was. Um, it's like a thousand yeah, was like, billion. It's a big, I know it's a big lotus flower. Um, but yeah, I think it's like a thousand. Uh, I was like, yeah, because the picture she showed was just two petals with the circle in the middle and then an upside down triangle. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not right. I know enough to know that's not right. Well, <laughs> well actually, like, it might be. So let me, I actually have some chakra stones that are supposed to like help align your chakras. And I'm going to get some, I'll send you some pictures of those. Yeah. So you can post them. Let me go grab them. No, you're cool. So it's got the actual like symbol. Oh, symbol, okay. Symbols of the chakras. Okay. I'm going to continue. So this is associated with the penile gland um, and is in charge of regulating biorhythms, which includes sleep and wake time. The gland is, is located in the brain. That is the center of attention because of its relationship with the perception and effect of light and altered or mystical states of consciousness. Um, it's positioned close to the optical nerve and as such sensitive to visual simulations and changes in light. Back it up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, so I've got... Okay. Oh, they've all got stuff on them. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, send me a picture of that and I'll post it. Um, so, uh, things, physical or behavioral things associated with an open, uh, third eye, um, 
you might have visions um and these visions might not always be super crystal clear they might be a little blurry um your intuition's pretty spot on um perception of subtle dimensions and movement of energy you might all of a sudden have a, a new uh, clairvoyance ability um you connect to wisdom and, um, and insight um you are more motivated to be creative whatever that means um awakening your third eye allows you to open up to intuitive sensibility and inner perception so that you're going to be a little bit more aware of the other realms that are going to be around you and like i said it might not always be crystal clear in the movement of these realms it might be a little bit blurry some visions are not always clear um um if your third eye is imbalanced you might feel stuck in your daily grind without being able to look beyond your problems um an overactive third eye chakra without the support from the rest of the chakra system might manifest as fantasies that appear more real than reality um not being able to distinguish a vision for oneself and realize it rejection of everything spiritual and beyond the usual not being able to see the greater picture a lack of clarity um because this is one of the major chakras that allows you to connect to the spiritual realm and all the other realms um if it is unblocked or unbalanced you might have insomnia high blood pressure sciatica depression anxiety and migraines that's what like i took that test and it said everything is open and i'm like i'm pretty sure my third eye is off i don't know but i was like i'm pretty sure my third eye is off because i can i i was up at two this morning and um essential oils that you can use to kind of balance your third eye chakra mar marjoram frankincense jupiter juniper clarity sage uh rosemary and sandalwood it's actually funny because i use the majority of those almost every day and i actually just started putting it on my face as part of my skincare routine um and then some crystals that'll kind of help amethyst lapis lazul purple fluorite moonstone and quartz regular clear quartz but i feel like clear quartz is kind of the catch-all you can kind of use it for a lot of them but yeah so that is the last of our chakras are you ready to do our tarot i don't know are we i don't know I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So <laughs> we were talking about this beforehand. So I have the Nightmare for Christmas deck by um, I don't know who. And um, I just <laughs> realized I was waiting for him to get on. I just realized there's a QR code on the back that um, you can download all the books, all the tarot decks, the books for the, all the tarot decks that this company offers. Um, so I'm going to read two different things because i'm going to read what's part of their guidebook and then what's part of my book okay i'm gonna have to i was like what did you send me 
my hot mess. Okay. So I pulled the, oh, thank you. Hold on. I pulled the Ace of Wands. They have a steampunk tarot deck. Yeah. That was interesting. Um, okay. So the Ace of Candles, which is what it's in my deck. Um, and I pulled it upright. So the Ace of Candles is full of inspired, creative energy. Your ideas are on fire. Now it's the perfect time to start a new project. Big opportunities are coming your way. Embrace them with positivity and enthusiasm. Who knows how far they could take you. And then the, I forget what app this is. Lady Thinos is the app that I use. Um, so they write, to hold the Ace of Wands in your hand is to hold raw potential. There is much this wand can do for you for it unlocks all possibilities for those who hold it, but to give it your wealth form, you must make, you must put in the effort to manifest creation. This wand will also require of it, the other suits, the cups, swords, and the pentacles. The fire within the wand is restless. It requires the wielder to both feed it and also control it. The flame that is also this wand's element. It's the spark of all creation. If it, if it is taken away from you, you will be left with coldness and a lack of drive or motivation to see it in the cards is to feel within you, the strings of a new inspiration of life and desire. How will you use it is up to you. I see today's energy to create my own vision. Oh, all fire zodiac signs is a fire card. What'd you pull? <laughs> I pulled one of those that has like 17 names, depending on the deck. Solid. So I pulled the Prince of Swords, also known as the Page of Swords, and sometimes the Knight of Swords. Uh, <coughs> so, <coughs> I'm dying here. Uh, as with all Knights of the Tarot deck, the Knight of Swords is a man or woman on a mission. Once they have their mindset on something. Nothing is stopping them. And as the sword card, the knight actively uses the power of intellect to achieve their goals. When the knight of swords appears in a tarot reading, it is a sign that you are highly driven, ambitious, and action-oriented. You are so highly motivated to succeed, that you will stop at nothing to pursue your dreams. The cha uh, challenges, difficulties, and obstacles on the path ahead don't phase you because you know what you uh, where you want to go. Move forward with sheer strength and determination to make things happen. Okay. In other words, use your knowledge or... 
make your knowledge useful to you to move forward, push forward, and to be set on your goals. Yeah. What do you think they mean together? Um, that the idea that you've had in your brain for a minute or the project that you've kind of been slowly doing, roll with your creativeness. That motivate, you've got the motivation. Just, just unlock it. Just keep rolling with it. Don't let it become stagnant. Yeah, you know what you want to do yeah. and you know where you want to go. So do that project, yep. you know. I know. I, I'm, a, I'm a great one for starting projects <laughs> and not finishing them. Or, yeah. you know, forgetting about them because I started something new and then getting back to it and be like, what the fuck was I even doing? But yeah. Yeah. try and focus on what you want to do or what you should be doing yep. and give into that and yep. just plow through it. Yep. Oh, yeah. This... Do the thing. Do the thing. Write that book. Make that art piece. Yep. Mm -hmm. Remodel your house. No. I just got done doing that. <laughs> no. 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 I'm... I, I'm not speaking... I'm not speaking specifically <laughs> No, I'm not... I am speaking to... Yeah, I know you're speaking to everybody else. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, but we're not if, doing that. If you if you've got a thing, if you got a thing that you're inspired to do, and you know what you're doing, do it. If you no. don't know what you're doing, then look into how to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Figure out how to be your best you, and use your best you in that endeavor. Even if you don't like your best you, yeah. do it anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, to in the famous words of a three foot tall green puppet, <laughs> "Do or do not. There is no try." Yeah, yeah, that is that's a good one. Thank you, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad? So I immediately wraps... thought of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> is that bad? Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Hi. I immediately thought of Kermit the Frog. So here's the thing with that uh, fun nerdy fact here uh, <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to do this. So the Jim Henson company actually made the uh, puppet for Yoda. What? That's cool. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the original Yoda, the Jim Henson company actually did it. And then I believe, who was it? That's my brain's going blank on his name. That's fantastic. Uh, my internet's being stupid today. Yeah, it was Frank Oz. So Frank Oz originally did the voice of Yoda. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Frank Oz was basically Jim Henson's best friend. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he. The amount of characters that he's played <laughs> done yeah. on like the Muppet show oh, and yeah. Sesame Street is ridiculous. So I mean it's it's totally understandable that you Yeah. Went with Kermit. I went I thought of Kermit the Frog and not Yoda. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was he was, you know, obviously Yoda. Uh yeah. He Little Shop of Horrors, Dark Crystal, yeah, a bunch of different Muppet things like Frank Oz's, yeah, 
Let's pull up his IMDB. I forgot I had my heater running the whole time. <laughs> Getting a little toasty? No, I have it set all the way down. So. No. Yeah, so Frank Oz is Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear. Yeah. Uh, of course, Yoda, Cookie Monster. Cookie is for cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sing that song all the time. Uh, Grover. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's Bert. Okay. Like I said, he's he's done so many freaking voices and like with different puppets and stuff. So it, it makes sense that that's where you're bringing it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we have for this one. Yeah, so that's uh that's the chakras, guys. Yeah. Tune in next time when well next time we're doing We've got a review episode. So tune in, tune in. Why are tuning in? Tune in time after next. Yeah. Where we'll be talking about chakras. Or not chakras, we're talking about crystals. <laughs> we're done with chakras. What are you doing? <laughs> Look, if we don't talk about chakras at some point during that, that's... Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about like good crystals for each chakra because each crystal kind of governs a certain part of your body and a certain system for your body that's why i saw it appropriate to do crystals after chakras because they feel like they go hand in hand and a lot of um reiki healers will use crystals to realign your chakras so and if you're curious the best chakra to our best crystal to realign someone else's chakra is any of them if you throw it hard. <laughs> that's what you... The, yeah. Yeah, that's what you say. But yeah. Anything can be a weapon if you throw like, it hard enough. <laughs> like, rate, review, subscribe. Please tell uh, a friend. Um, if you have a book recommendation or a topic recommendation, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. And if it's your book and you want us to review it, mm -hmm. oh hey, send that to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, if it's if it's like some kind of like you know, epic fantasy or anything like that, send it to me. If it's <laughs> gross, dirty, weird smut, send it to Kelsey. I don't know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yes, because that's, that's what I read. Oh God, I hate you so much some days. Uh, I hate myself too. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I had a guy that told me one time, a guy I worked with told me that he hated me, and I'm like, not as much as I hate myself, buddy. Yeah. And he was like completely mortified and wasn't sure if I was being serious or not. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, I can All just right. see his face. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So until, until next, time. next time. I'm Johnny. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.